The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I mean, once I heard the whining. I was like, oh no. Once your behavior is directly <laughs> affecting someone else. I mean, not just someone else. It's like the tension in the house apparently changed enough to where, you know, 20 feet away behind a door, I could hear the sound of, oh no, something's not right. Oh. I know, and I felt so bad. What did you do? I felt, I said, sorry. And then, then I continued. Then I continued. Continued doing what you were it's doing. It's rearing its ugly head again, and this is the problem. You're not able to control yourself anymore, Greg. I'm not going to stop. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It's so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet. <clears throat> Wherever podcasts can be found, thank you for finding us. We have lots to talk about today, but what I do want to bring up is this. Thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Audible link. Oh, what a great link it is. Great link. You sign up for a free trial. You get two free audio books. And uh, shout out to listener Jessica, who I know she just signed up for it and uh, signed up. I believe she downloaded The Outsider she that sure we were talking did. about as well. So that's that seems to be a popular book, The Outsider now. I, I know, think I because have... I talked about it, I think I'm helping uh, I'm Stephen King sure out I'm pretty sure it might be bit. the whole like Stephen King wrote it aspect of it. I think it, it, but, got, um, the, it got the great it have, recommendation. I'm sure it has something to do with you. I know at least three people now that have directly downloaded that book because of me talking about it. So I'm saying, you're welcome, Stephen King. But anyway, you can go to oh, funemploymentradio.com. Stephen King, how do you do it without Greg? <laughs> Click on that Audible link and sign up for a free trial. Get two free audiobooks. Also, joining us here in a bit is our buddy Zach Tuscani. Zach is a comedian who is from Portland and then moved down to L.A. and uh, living the dream and now coming back here to Portland and headlining Helium Comedy Club this, this week Wednesday. on Wednesday. Yep. Yeah, coming back as a headliner, which is really, really cool. So Zach's here in town now, and he's going to stop by and uh, and talk about that. And we have lots of other things to get to, but I need to bring up something that I think is kind of affecting my life right now. And it's something Let's I... Let's get real. Good thing your hat's already turned around <clears throat> backward. Yeah, my hat is turned around backward. Can, I can I'm, tell that you're ready for some real talk over there. Hey, let's rap, kids. I need to turn the, sh- the chair around backward. That's oh, how everything, really Why does everything need to be backward in order for you to be, like, communicating with the kids? For, like, the principal... That's when, like, the principal sits down and it's like, hey, kids. I know. You know what? I'm hip, too. It's like, my business is in the back right now. This is the... This is the... The casual me. Mm-hmm. This is the me that understands you, that remembers what it's like. Like you recognize up. this, right? Yeah, and that's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah, it's it's turn the turn the chair around backward because it's not conventional, and that's what it is, sir. That's why you have to do it. But I may need somebody to sit down and talk to me because, um, as you all know, if you listen to this show for a long period of time, I've talked about it for for a long time on the show, or it's been brought up before how I had a personal ban on playing video games for a number of years. Now, I'm not like a hardcore gamer, but I do I do really like video games. I really enjoy playing them, and so like anything that's good from or that makes me happy, I want to deny it for myself. And so I didn't play for years and years. Over the last couple of years, I've casually dabbled. You've dipped your toe in a little casually bit. Casually dipped my toe in just a bit. And all that kind of was thrown out the window. In about March, now after spending so many years casually dipping in, I was like, you know what, I'm perfectly fine. I can handle this. 
I can get my work done. I can still play a little video game every now and then. Just you like know, any good addict, like justifying that one, you know, glass of wine with dinner. I'm just trying to de-stress a bit, so uh-huh. you know, I can just I can play a little bit, you know, and then just put it away, just turn it off, and I don't have to play it. I can go for days without playing it. It's no problem. But I decided to do myself a favor, and I got a PS4, a PlayStation 4, back in I, th- I think this was April, maybe March or April, and uh, I was like, you know what, I'll get it. I'm just getting one game. It's not going to be a big deal. And I'll casually play that game when I have time. When I have time! That's it. Well, thanks to the very, our very generous listeners, I got sent some more video games. You can't even like say it straight. Like, some more, video words. more video games. I got, a, I got a lot of video games sent in. And I've been trying to you know, just play through them one at a time. Um, so I can I have, have like years worth of video games now. All right, you're doing great, Greg. Keep plugging along. Doing good. I'm trying trying to get through it. However, I realized this weekend I may be on the bad path again. And it's now. This. What is the the bad path? The bad path is the Greg that plays video games and he's enjoying it for a while, and then he's like, I want to beat this level, and he's not able to beat a level like mm, three or four times in a row. Okay, that Greg's. It's not a happy Greg. It's not one All right, so, that's so pleasant to be around. It stopped being fun at this point. Now you're just kind of doing it because you feel like you need to be. This weekend, all I wanted to do was casually relax and play, some, play Far Cry 5. And I'm playing the game, and I got to this one level, and I could not beat this guy. Oh. And I was playing it for like an hour, oh. dying the same thing over and over. And... I realized it was a problem when I didn't throw the remote because that was, you know, I'm, I don't want to break the remote. But I hardly slammed it down on the couch next to me so it wouldn't have hurt the couch. And I yelled out a string of profanities. I did. I lost. I just lost it and I yelled out a bunch of profanities. Now, at this point, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I know. I was saying lame, <laughs> taking lame confessions in the live chat. <sighs> I realized it was a real issue when I did that, and I yelled out, and I yelled out words. And Ollie, the dog that lives at my house, was in his room behind a door, you know, 20 feet away from me. And I hear this, he whined because he heard me yelling and thought I was mad. Greg. Yes. The dog thought I was mad. And I was mad, but I don't know whether he was just upset because I was upset. I was so... I'm. Made such a scene over a video game that I upset the animal in the house. Who, ah, uh, lame confession. It's a super lame confession. I, I understand it's a lame confession. I understand this is a lame confession. But I'm saying I realize that I may have, may have kind of an issue right now. So what you're saying, so what led you to this point? Was it the, um, like, not being able to control the... You know, expletive utterances that are coming out of your face. That was a problem. Yeah. I, as soon as that came out, I'm like, ooh, I really shouldn't be yelling all that out loud, um, you know, now or ever. Or maybe, you know, playing a video game, maybe not necessary. Yeah. Maybe if you're, like, terrifying animals around you, maybe you're not doing it right. Scaring the dog. <laughs> Keelan Scaring says, the dog. All right. Keelan says... Fuck that. You're not a gamer if you don't yell at the TV at least once. Welcome home, Greg. 
Wow. Is this it? Am I back in it? Because here's the thing. When it was I think at you're worst, back in it. You're getting like, yeah, you're getting congratulated. Like you're doing it right. When it was at its worst point was when I borrowed Kenny's or, or Kenny went to Costa Rica for like six months and he let me keep his television and his PlayStation 3. And I stayed up all night playing God of War, whatever one it was. And You know which one it was. I, I don't remember. What, two, I think, or three. Oh, okay. um, and I played it all night long. I did. I could. I put it in my room. I could not put it down. You wouldn't. Sleep. I couldn't. No. I. I couldn't stop. I'm like, nope. I gotta pl- keep playing through this. And so right, this is what I know. I, where take I, a breath. You're ramping up a little. <sighs> I know. I know. It's okay. I just. I love them so much until I don't love them anymore, and then I get mad. And this is the point. This is the breaking point. Like I have. I have a, two different paths I can go down here. I can like rein it back in. Be like, okay, this is supposed to be for fun. If you're not having fun, just put it down. But then I don't want to put it down. Because I want to beat it. Because then I get angry. And I get angry if I can't beat it. So, Sarah, what do I do here? What's the, what's the right path for me to take on this? I mean, if it stopped being fun and it started to be a little bit of a chore, I don't know. I think that, it, like, your path... Do I switch? Do I just give up? I've only given up on a game once. I mean, are you having fun with it? What kind, Is this the cult game thing? Yes, this is the cult game. So what... The whole premise of the game is you're in... This cult takes over a section of Montana... And they cut off communications with the outside world, so the rest of the world doesn't really know what's going on there. And you crash land in it, and you're stuck in this cult land, and you have to slowly take down the cult that's taken over. Like a crazy religious fanatic cult. And it's very hard to play, and that's why you're <clears throat> getting frustrated. It's harder than the other games I've played, yes. It's for me. I'm taking a look here um, uh, in the chat. So, so uh, Courtney says, Jez, this show is his therapy. <laughs> um, Jacob says, but Greg's not a gamer. Nope, not a gamer. I just dabble in it. Uh, Keelan said, what Greg is missing is that not being able to put a game down is the mark of a good game, not the sign of having a problem. Okay, that's true. And oh, that sounds like a fellow junkie. It, well, yeah, Keelan is. Yeah. No, when Keelan, Keelan uh, for no, anybody who doesn't know. No, that's somebody that's just like, no, you're just fine. You know, if it's not affecting, you know, people around you, then I'm sure it's, it's just great. No, Keelan, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, used to be my roommate at my house, and he would play his games, and I would hear him yelling in there all the time, like, Motherfucker, God damn it. And he'd be pissed off. I remember me and Ryan were there one time. We're like, oh my God, what's going on in there? I'm like, he's just playing his video game. We're like, he seems so mad. I'm like, yeah, I know. He's, yeah, so something happened. I don't know. <laughs> Keelan would yell all the time. So Keelan yells. All right, so are you still finding it relaxing at all? Because that's why you were initially doing it. Like, you kind of sound like me when I um, get my obsession where I will start plugging through some shitty television show. And we've talked about this before, even though I'm, when I'm not enjoying it, like, yeah. I'm a completist. Like, yeah, I you'll have watch to the watch, worst things. I have to watch all of it. And I started, I, without knowing how many episodes there were, I started Desperate Housewives. There are... 175 episodes of that show. Oh my god, it went on that long? I had no idea when I started. I'm like, oh, this is kind of interesting. So I I, watched the first couple episodes. I honestly thought it was like a two or three season thing and it was done. And then it's on on Hulu and I'm like, oh, okay, I wonder how many more, you know, it couldn't have lasted that long. It's like, uh, left, 169 episodes. I'm like, what? They made 170-some episodes of Desperate Housewives. Yeah, like 170. That's crazy. And it's still going. And, like, I, I'm disliking it, but I, it's the same thing, like, with you. Because I do it to relax because I, I like it. Or I think, in theory, I like it because I can do other things right. while I'm doing it. Like, I can clean or I can paint or just do it because I don't have to paint. Is it any much. good? Yes. I think. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. But you're, you're stuck now. You're going to have to watch it yes. all the way through. I'm stuck. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm in it to win it at this point. 
Yeah. I mean, I've gone, you know, I know it's an older show, but, you know, I'm just going to plow along. I only have like 83 episodes Can left. Can you hit your lame confessions uh, liner there oh, yeah, one more time? Because right this is here. full of lame see. confessions, yes, this show. All, it really is. Lame confessions. I'm just realizing right now. We're, you're complaining about having to finish Desperate Housewives. I'm complaining about a video game. This is lame confessions. Just lame We've inadvertently fallen into a, a lame confession. Well, I want to know episode. if anybody else has any lame confessions. Are because we doing a lame confessions has, episode? Yeah, well, I, I want to know if anyone else like does something that... That maybe they liked once upon a time, or like they do out of habit. But they just punish themselves because they don't like to do it anymore, but they still do it because that's what you have I to mean, do. I mean, it's not even punishing because I think you still enjoy it in some way. Like, I still enjoy, like, the storylines of Desperate Housewives. I want to punch them all in the face, but I'm still slightly enjoying it, even though most of the time I want to strangle all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there's, like, a little bit of enjoyment. Yeah. I think everybody has something Everybody has something like that, that they do. Yeah, like, a lot lines. of people, you know, who watch, like... I think a lot of it does have to do like television or video games. Like I know people, intelligent people, who will watch like the Kardashians to relax. Yeah. Because they just, for some reason, that is just the mindless drivel that they can just see. That's like scraping to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I can't handle that. I can't handle the Kardashian stuff. But um, well, anyway, the bottom line I think for me is this: is that uh, oh wait, I'm aware got- the self awareness. Self-aware, but are you? Because you're still doing it. Yeah, well, no, I'm self-aware. It doesn't mean I'm going to stop. I know what's going on. So that, that's where I'm at right now. All right, so that's we do have one. We do have a lame uh, confession from somebody Okay, I did want to talk about one other thing, too, but yeah, okay. go ahead. Well, I'm sorry. Just, they were bold enough to admit it, so I would like to yeah. give them the proper respect. Greg. Uh, Jez says, all right, I watch Roadhouse every time that it's on television. Every time. I love lame Roadhouse. Confession. That's a lame confession. That's super lame. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Roadhouse is not amazing, but it is fantastic. Yeah. It's a good one. Why are you looking all weird over there? Oh, I'm I'm fine. Roadhouse, Roadhouse no, is, is is all right. I feel like you feel like you've confessed too much and now you're all jittery and I know that you had a big morning, so I know that I think everything's just kind of mushing together in it's your mind mushing. right now. It's all It's all mushing up. Yeah, Greg yeah. had a big meeting this morning and now he's just like all yeah, a little bit of that. But I mean, also, I am realizing, like, maybe I need to tone it down on the video games. What else do you find relaxing? I don't know. Going to the gym? I don't gym? know how to relax. Yeah, the gym does. Going and for I haven't a been run? doing that. I have not been going to the gym, and I should be going to the gym. I should be doing that. Okay, well, see, th- I can't even suggest things to you because now you feel bad about yourself uh-huh. because you're not going to the gym. Yep. Exactly. See, I have to have something that this I can This is why know. Greg is the worst because you try to suggest something and then, like, he doesn't. He takes it to heart and thinks that it's an insult in disguise. No, you're right. I should be going to the gym I'm more, I'm not Sarah. right. I'm yeah. just you're casually right. suggesting. I've been doing a bad job at that. I should be going to the gym more. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see if anybody else has any other lame confessions. I did want to follow up, though, just with a couple of things um, real quick about last weekend. Uh, because we did, uh, A, go to the Portland Soapbox Derby. And I want to give a shout-out to – so we had the people from the Soapbox Derby on um, earlier last week, Jason – I want to say this. I saw probably the best one I've ever seen up there. So it's the Adult Soapbox Derby Race. And they had one of the cars there, and we posted a couple videos of it on our Instagram page, was a Rajneeshi setup, complete with a guy dressed up like the Bhagwan and a fake little Rolls Royce Soapbox Derby, and all these people dressed in red that were dancing around him. It's like the Rajneeshis. Are we all all picking up what he's putting down? Like, this is the second. (laughs) Cult reference thing that you've mentioned loving. Oh, it is a lot of cult reference. Yeah, yeah, it is a lot of cult reference going on. Um, Yeah, no, it was it was hilarious though. It was really good. So, 
I just want to give a shout out to them. Whoever whoever came up with that one, it was really fun. That was pretty magical. And uh, also saw Ween over the weekend. As I said, we were going to go to see Ween, and um, it was good. Yeah, what would what would you say? Because people were asking well, me yesterday. Well, as a fan, um, I can say they played some of the. They definitely played some of the songs I wanted to hear. They played some of the ones that I'm not that into, and then. Um, um, just on top of that, they. Uh, it seemed like there was some sort of I issue. I think Jean's that was having happening. some. Jean's having some issues going on there. Well, let's just say because as we were talking about, because I'm not a wiener like Greg, and when we were there, even I was picking up the fact that it didn't seem like it was going so well, because when the lead singer is kind of stumbling off stage and disappearing for 15 minutes at a time, Gene Ween has had some issues in the past and has caused the breakup of the and band. And he's the before. lead singer, right? Yes. Yeah. Easily. And um, so I remember when it was happening, like, I'm like, where did the lead singer go? And Greg's like, uh, and him and uh, our friend Nate, they would just look at each other and be like, uh-oh. Yeah, like, uh, this kind of seems like what's happened before. And then Nate even got a picture of yeah, them having a conversation. on. It's like. There was some drama going on there. It was, I mean, it was, when they was played music, show. it was fun. Yeah. But I will, I, I will say I was slightly disappointed. Yeah. I mean, and I was I was more disappointed for you and Nate because I know you guys are like lifelong fans. Yeah, it was uh, it was a little bit one of those things where I'm like, uh, yeah, I wish it uh, I, I wish it hadn't been that way, but what can you do? And that's I, from what I've heard, that's kind of the reason they stopped touring a while ago, and then the band broke up, and then now they're back together. And I guess the night the night before the show was great. Yeah. Something was off. I don't know what it was. Okay, I can't I wasn't say he sure. was on something. I but something was definitely off. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was just me because I I remember at oh, yeah. one Did point you just call me a wiener. It's being noted in the chat. Yes, because um, at one point I was looking at you and I'm like, is this? I'm like, because I, I saw Ween, yeah. you know, a couple of them, and they were like really on it and they were doing all their stuff for uh, Project Pabst a few years ago. Yeah, and then this was very different. And it was a lot. I'm like, why is it all instrumental? And why is the lead singer not on stage? He and forgot the is... lyrics a few times. He kept repeating that he was singing the wrong lyrics to his own songs. Uh, I don't know if they were wrong, but he was not singing them. <laughs> we're just repeating the same things over and over. So, yeah, I don't know. Something was up. Yeah. Anyway, but Edgefield but... is an awesome place to yeah. see a venue regardless. Like, I mean, it's just magical out there. Yeah, it was. Yeah, bumped into a bunch of people. So, hello, everybody. Yeah, it was cool. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was just kind of the recap of that one. Mm-hmm. Still had a great time. Still had a great, great time. All right. Well, should we take a break? Yep. Our guests are our here. Our guests are here. The Star Trek red alert means the guests have arrived. So let's take a break. And uh, we'll be joined by Zach Toscani here in just a second. And he had a huge thing. I don't know if you remember on Twitter. He posted something on Twitter about how at his office somebody had stolen a lunch out of the fridge. And, this, and he just kind of live tweeted the whole experiment or the whole experience. And it went viral. And... Got huge replies back, and uh, I think he even had like companies contacting him. So I'm going to talk to him about that and everything else. And of course, it's show on show on Wednesday. So let's take a break. We're back here in just a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Oh, did you tell him that there's a camera on? Yeah, I you just did. did. Okay, I completely <laughs> forgot about that before because we're so used to it now. Too, yeah, I should probably tell people that they're on. camera. I mean, or maybe ask so like, them. Actually, no. This is just for my private feed. Like, don't worry about that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. the other ones that we have set up, we don't tell people about. I don't those think ones. I would have. Maybe I wouldn't have noticed it if it was just. I would have been like, oh, those are cool mics. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What are those? Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Nothing at all. <laughs> Magical glowing microphones. <laughs> uh, well, everyone, welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. We are joined now by Zach Toscani. Hello, Zach. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, welcome so back good. to Portland. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Back, 
back in the hometown, kind of. Right? Comedy uh, hometown. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you're Cleveland's from Cincinnati, right? Uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Mm. Yeah. Damn it, I really Don't screwed worry. that one up. Ohio I knew it was pretty much the same. It was a sea town <laughs> in Ohio. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whoops. Uh, so, but you are back up here because you're in L.A. now. I am. Um, back up here headlining at Helium on Wednesday. Yes. Yeah, that's I'm, so cool. Which I'm must super be just excited. a dream come true. That's like such like an accomplishment to be able to do something like that. Th- yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I mean, Helium was the first place I ever did stand up comedy, so it feels very full circle. That was the first open <gasps> mic I ever did was there. How many wow. years ago was that? Uh, 2011. So wow. yeah, about seven years, a little over seven years ago. Also, thank you for saying 2011 because I keep see- hearing people say like 2011 and, tw- and I'm trying to oh. train myself to say that because oh. I guess you're not supposed to say 2015. I just no, I had because I did somebody complain about that. Yeah, right? I do videos for for digital trends like tech videos, and there's this guy on there who every time I said like. 2018 or something like that, he was just furious. He's like, it is not 2018. And he leaves comments on all my videos complaining about it. And then after you've said that, I've heard I've heard multiple people complain yeah. that it's not 2000, like you're not supposed, supposed to say, say it. 2018. I think it's I think it's up in the air. But then I just started doing because I'm like, I know he's gonna comment if right. I say it this way. <laughs> so I just do it on purpose <laughs> and then wait like two, one hour, two hour, boom, there he is. Right. <laughs> well, or it's like the aughts for a while were throwing me off. Because yeah. I guess that was the first decade of the 2000s but i was like I just say 2007 yeah you know, like right? i don't is it that hard to say the full right right but yeah i mean um yeah so since 2011 uh, so that was your first open mic now 2018 you already get your own headlining night yeah yeah i mean it's it's pretty wild um yeah I, <laughs> yeah oh, <laughs> it's I mean, really it, it really hasn't trippy. wrapped my i still haven't quite wrapped my head around it and probably yeah. won't until maybe a few days after it's over. I right. bet. Because it's just kind of, um, we were talking a little bit before off mic, just like this is the first time I've kind of streamed to, strewn together like an extended road trip. Um, and so I've kind of been like learning how to do that and not trying to freak out the whole time. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be cool. And like, uh, there's also this aspect of like that I, I lived here for for seven years and then kind of went away and then I never did a like going away show or anything. And um, so it'll be fun to be like, oh, this is like kind of the first time I've done like that long of time. Oh, in front yeah. Of Portland like a, audiences. And, goodbye. Hello. Right. Goodbye. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, and like, yeah, it's just uh, it's fun because I'm like, oh, I could maybe put some old bits in there that I, you know, did when I was first starting just to be like, oh, here's the evolution of it. Um, right. So I'm kind of playing around, but it's, I mean, it's going to be awesome because I have like old coworkers that are going to come see me, friends, like people that I met years ago. Like it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. That's really cool. Congratulations. Well, thank you. And then we we're saying, you were saying off air that then you're going to Denver. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm going to hang out. Um, there is a comedy festival called High Plains there. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. And yeah, Shane, Sean, uh, Ian, uh, Caitlin Warehouser is going to be there. There's like a huge Portland contingent there. So I'm excited to get there and like hang out and just enjoy that festival. Yeah. How, long, how many days are you there for the festival? Um, so I'm not in the festival mm. necessarily. Uh, I was down, I did some shows in Denver in late July, um, with, uh, with Gary Goldman and, um, oh, yeah. one of the, oh, festivals. Gary's great. Yeah, yeah, he's the best. He oh. was the best. Like, I love working with that guy. I like specifically was asking, can I work with him? <laughs> um, and he was cool enough to say yes. Um, but one of the, one of the people that runs High Plains came to one of the shows and was like, Hey, 
you should come hang out for High Plains and kind of gave me one of those looks where it's like, <laughs> hey, we might throw you on something. Right. And so, and for me, I, you know, had some time off work. And so I was like, okay, perfect. I'm going to go hang out with my friends. And Denver is like one of my favorite cities. And, uh, yeah. And then to be around, you know, Sean, Shane, and Ian, those were, those right. were my best friends. And we all met here. That's we all uh, met Jordan, at Helium. Jordan Torres Carmel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so you guys are all getting together and yeah, getting to go and celebrate the the festival. Are they in town right now? No, no. Because um, they're going to be in town later in the yeah, month. Yeah, right? they're going to be late in town later because yeah, Ian and Ian and uh, Ian Carmel and Shane Torres are opening for uh, Sean Jordan's uh, album recording in Mississippi. Right. Oh, cool. Mississippi Studios. I think it's like August thirtieth. They're all sold out, so I guess it doesn't matter to yeah. plug the show. <laughs> no. But but um, you missed out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's just kind of like an it's. No, it was not planned, but all these things kind of happening in August with all of my friends and all of us are going to be back in Portland. It's kind of like a, it's like a going back to summer camp yeah. for maybe a week or two. That's cool. And so reliving the old life. Have you missed anything specifically in Portland? Like, is there something you're super, besides like the people or your right. friends, like anything in Portland that you've missed? I, I miss everything about Portland. <laughs> um, like the first day I kind of had a free day back here. I just kind of, I, <laughs> I'm so lame. I just drove to my old apartment and then like walked around the neighborhood, seeing That's what was awesome. changed, yeah. what changed. Um, and then, like, went to some old favorite, like, food places. Went to Fire in the Mountain, of course. And nice. 808 um, and some food carts. And just kind of, I didn't do anything crazy specific. I was like, I just want to go do the things that, like, I really enjoyed when I was here. And yeah. that's, like, I just miss walking around the city, to be honest. Like, I go for my old lady walks every day. <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite thing to do. It's And it's beautiful mm-hmm. here. And, yeah, it's just it's just the best. And, like... I love Los Angeles for different reasons, but it can also drive you insane. Like right. you can't, there's no way you can walk anywhere. Yeah. That's just not going to happen. Like, and also people just look at you weird. They're like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Why are you walking? <laughs> are you on drugs? Yeah. yeah what's ex- going on? Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just been nothing too wild or nothing too yeah. specific. Just kind of like, um, I don't know. I definitely feel like when I came back, when I drove back into Portland, I was like, Oh, this is like my home base. You know That's what I mean? a nice feeling. I yeah. know this yeah. city more than I know LA. Mm-hmm. Even having lived there for a year and a half, it's just so expansive. And here, it's maybe the only city I've been in for a while where I'm like, oh, I know where everything is. If I need to go get this, I can go yep. there. Right. I can navigate things. So yeah, it's 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 a special place, and I definitely always want to keep coming back to it. That's awesome. So well, in uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, you know, you, I was gonna say. Uh, so in LA, are there like smaller neighborhoods? Because I haven't really spent a lot of time there. Just a few times. Are there like smaller? You know, like areas or neighborhoods with like bars and restaurants and things, or is it all just spread out everywhere? Right, it's kind of spread out everywhere. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly there's certainly neighborhoods. Um, it's just so big, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it's just hard to get a grasp on because, like, I'll do. Sh- you know, like when I was living in Portland, it was funny whenever people would come and visit and be like, "Hey, take me out to the places," and I was like. I do comedy here, so I, I know I can take you to where comedy is, yeah. or like where we go after comedy. Um, but in Los Angeles, yeah, it's just everything is spread out, and there's just uh, at least in the comedy community, there's just so many more comics. So you're constantly like meeting new people, which is nice, um, but it can be a little bit like, oh, I don't have like a comfort blanket or something where yeah. you're like, okay. 
I know where I am relative to here and I can go, my friends live in these neighborhoods. It's all kind of like, I'm just at this point still collating information. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Um, but there are like, yeah, we live in Glendale. So I live with Sean and Ian mm-hmm. um, and we have some friends that are pretty close by. So you can find like your little community where you live. But if you're performing in Los Angeles, you're going to be driving a lot, a lot. you know, um, and I've had to learn how to not lose my mind doing that because I didn't right. own a car when I lived here. You just, oh, I just yeah. didn't well, need I mean, one. With, yeah, with TriMet. Like, my car yeah, stopped really working three weeks ago, and I just haven't even bothered to get it fixed. I just ride my bike around. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I don't have a car right now. <laughs> it's the best. I yeah. mean, yeah, I like would be. I could walk to work. I could ride mm. the TriMet. Um, yeah, and there I'm just like slowly losing my mind. Because it's just a it's just a different beast, you know. Yeah. And it's definitely where I want to be. And it's not a it's not a, like an overarching like oh my god. But it's just kind of this every day. You're like everything is <laughs> a little bit more dread. of a struggle, like, right? Yeah, yeah, like where you're like I can't even the simplest thing like going to the post office. You're like in Portland that would be ten minutes tops. Yeah. And in Los Angeles it's like half hour. <laughs> yeah, I need to book some time. For yeah, this. yeah. Or let well, alone I'm sure choice. like if you have an audition across town or something like that, it's like okay. What time of day? How many hours is that going to take? Right. Which freeway do I take? Yeah. Right. And, and then all the, that stuff. Exactly. And then all the things that you can't plan, basically. Yeah. Just like road construction, all that stuff. So it's like, it's. I think moving there, though, has it was like a, a jump that I needed to make, like as a comic, but also as like a person. because Just to force you into that. Right. Exactly. Because I've had to like get better at managing my own shit, basically, <laughs> my own stuff. Because... Like, I was like, I can't freak out right now. <laughs> I can't afford to There's freak out. Yeah. so many times where you're like, I'm about to freak out. I can't do it. You know? Because <laughs> learning yep. how to manage it. Right, exactly. Because there's just the one thing, um, the hardest thing that took me, uh, it took me a while to get used to about Los Angeles is the fact that there's just so many people. So you don't get, your space is limited in terms yeah. of like, where you're just like, in Portland, you could, if you're driving, you're like, okay, I don't know what's going on with my GPS. I don't I'll just pull over to the side of the road and I can figure it out calmly, blah, blah, blah. There, there's like people behind you honking and you're just like, I'm just trying to be a person. (laughs) Somebody's brandishing a gun. Yeah. Trying to exist. Yeah, exactly. You just feel like day to day you're, you have to fight for your existence. They're like in somebody's way all the time. Yes, exactly. People hanging out in the front of doors or exits. You're like, come on, just please. (laughs) Just let me by. Yeah, exactly. Everything feels a little bit like a fight. But I guess, you know, that's what I need. (laughs) You need somebody to challenge you to a fight. That kind of seems like a good description of L.A. Everything kind of seems like a fight. (laughs) Yes. For attention, for space, for anything. Right. And it has, I mean, it has the potential of being completely awesome. I've definitely had some amazing nights there. but. Yeah, it's just, it's been a learning experience, um, but it's nice to be back. I did, I think we'd be, you know, remiss not to ask about everything that went on with Twitter. Right. That was insane. Because we were following that, because I I, I remember seeing you post it, I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. And then I saw it come back up later on, I'm like, holy shit, this is going crazy, (laughs) like thousands of likes I'm looking at it right now, it has almost 600,000 likes. So maybe for for anybody who does, the (laughs) 600,000 people other than them. So if you're not familiar with Zach, you probably heard of this story, because it was, it it reached what, like all around the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's It was crazy. Yeah, there's like, it's funny, like after that happened, I was telling friends, I was like, you know, there's a lot of people that follow me from Kenya, so maybe I'll just go do some shows in Kenya. There you go. I would be, I'm down for it. What's up, Nairobi? Yeah. yeah. Well, 
can you tell us just just like a brief synopsis of what happened, like how this all started? Sure. Yeah. So um, I have a day job down in L.A. and I work for a company that does subtitling for movies and TV. Cool. And oh, that's, so, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad job. Um, and it definitely, they, they've been really good about like letting me, I can work remotely. So I've been working while I'm here uh, nice. during the day, which is nice. Um, but basically it's just, it's my first, it was my first job in any kind of part of the industry. Mm. So I feel like that just is going to breed kind of more interesting coworkers. Oh yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I was sitting next to, um, I was sitting in this room with like six other people it was pretty small. And then like a manager, so we were all in tight quarters and we all knew each other. And um, I was, I come in the earliest and then the next person comes in and he was like, hey man, yesterday I brought in, I brought in like um, some food and someone like threw it away. And I was like, we were just kind of talking, but I was like, oh, that's crazy. I wonder if someone like mistakenly thought it was theirs or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Or else it's just mean. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, man, that sucks. And then... Maybe like a half hour later, um, one of the HR people came in and was like, hey, do you want to go look at the security tape and we can go see if like who took your lunch? And immediately he was like, yeah, I definitely want to do that. And I was like, OK, Absolutely. we need to, we need to talk after you watch this video. And so he watched the video and he came back and it was the woman who was sitting next to me <laughs> was the person who threw his lunch away. So at that point, I kind of was like, all right, this feels kind of crazy. So I'm going to. I'm going to tweet some of this. And so I tweeted that he saw the video and that um, that it was the woman who sits next to me. And then um, I kind of just started doing play-by-play once she got into work because it, I knew something... I knew it wasn't going to be, like, crazy. I knew that he wasn't going to, like, stand up and be like, you ate my lunch! Or, like, <laughs> right. you, you took Turn it, you threw it away. Right. Yeah. But he was he was definitely going to, like... Ask some questions. I or, mean, I think you have to right. at that point. You're just you know. like, it's like, you know, those scenes in the movies where the cop already knows it's the killer and he's just <laughs> right. kind of playing with him. Like, I'm going <laughs> right. to let you expose yourself. <laughs> so he was doing that. And I was tweeting that. I think the first day it had like maybe a couple hundred likes. And I was like, I'm perfectly happy with this. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, the next day or like later that night, uh, like I was saying, I lived with Ian and Sean and Ian was like, you have to like keep updating this. Like it's it's definitely not done. Yeah. Um, and so I went in the next day and was kind of tweeting more about what was going on. And then finally, I think like the capper was that on the third day of me tweeting it, I just went and bought shrimp fried rice, which was the meal that his uh, the coworker's lunch he was thrown away. I went and bought a bunch of shrimp fried rice for everyone, and just like brought it in the room, and I was like, "All right, let's see what happens." Like, here's the I'm not gonna that's light genius. the fuse, but I'll put the lighter and the fuse right next <laughs> right. to each other. What they do with it, that's their yeah. right, exactly. And it just was hilarious because she never admitted to it. Um, I mean, no one confronted her and was like, I saw you. Yeah. She just never admitted to it. And she even was like, oh, I love shrimp fried rice. You know, it was just. <laughs> that is so awkward. Yes. And like, so that third that day, is, oh, man. that's when it was really like, I could not use my phone basically. Yeah. Cause it was just, I, I don't have, I'm not verified on Twitter. So it wasn't, it wasn't like limiting the amount of like, yeah. uh, mentions or interactions. My phone was just constantly going and it was like red hot and I just couldn't. I just couldn't like people were texting me who was retweeting it like these famous because I couldn't see it. I like Man. couldn't see what was going on. And yeah, my friends were like, holy shit, dude, like Pat Oswald just tweeted this or like <laughs> um, 
Oh, man, there's just so many people that were retweeting it, like uh, Jake Tapper and Jessica Chastain. Jake Tapper tweeted? Yeah, it was a crazy, That's like, I, wow. sampling of, yeah. of Twitter uh, personalities and uh, just, like, famous people, and it was it was wild, like... I really didn't. <laughs> I really didn't know how to act on Twitter for a while after that. For a few days, I just like didn't tweet anything because I was like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> what, what is do you do? Like, what is going to happen? Watching right. Yeah. It's like, yeah. how do you follow that up? Right. <laughs> and I had all these like new followers, and I was like, I don't know what they expect. If they expect that I'm going to just keep finding these kind of stories or what? Yeah. Um, so it's been interesting, kind of since then. But yeah, it was. It was crazy. It was for sure a wild couple weeks there. Well, it's where it just magical. kind of magical. Well, you yeah. you put a smile on people's faces. Like there's so much bad shit out in the world. Like to have something fun right. like that, and like I, I don't know. I, I thought it was great. Yeah, it was well, re- thank really you. Really fun to read, and you wrote it very well. Yeah, very succinct. <laughs> it's something points, everybody like, can relate to too. Everybody's had a lunch taken at some point. Exactly. It's like, well, I want to know who. Well, what? Yeah, what's happening next? Or like, coworkers and that what you're do like, you do if yeah, you see the video. <laughs> I know. I see. I would. I probably would re- have reacted the same way. Like the guy whose lunch was stolen. Like I talked to him. Um, like after he saw the video and it was like, what are you going to do? And he's like, well, you know, what am I supposed to do? Like right. she already did it. Now I, I know to like watch out for her. and nothing's happened since. Like she, at least to my knowledge, she hasn't, she hasn't done that to anyone else. Does she, she, she still works That's there. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. No, no, she doesn't. I don't think she does. Cause she's, I feel like she would have brought it up at this point. Yeah. But she's also not the type of person I've never seen her use the internet. Okay. She has a she smartphone, but like, I think it's just texting, maybe. So she's just like out of the loop. She may be completely unaware. Exactly. That she's the subject of this thing that Patton Oswald and Jake yeah. yeah, there was, awesome. Yeah, there was. Yeah, wow. and there was like, yeah, British TV <laughs> shows mentioning it and stuff. It was wild. It was really strange. That's, that's funny. Well, that's amazing. Well, you brought happiness to a lot of people, and you have a lot of followers, and you have things going on that you can share with them <laughs> yeah. now. I know. Like your show on Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday. At Helium. August 22nd. August 22nd, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Uh, tickets at heliumcomedy.com. Yep, yeah. right on the corner of 9th and Hawthorne. You should definitely go this Wednesday and go, go see Go support Zach. Zach. I mean, yeah. he's back in town. This is his favorite place. This is his headlining <laughs> gig. Let's pack that shit. Get, yeah. in, get in there. Yeah. Buy your tickets Absolutely. now. I would appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and where else can people follow you? Obviously on Twitter, Zach Toscani. Yeah, Twitter would be good. Um, Instagram, and then I have a website called ZachToscani.com. Nice. Um, and yeah, Instagram and Twitter are just Zach Toscani. Nothing too crazy. Awesome. Cool. Perfect. Like follow it. Zach. And uh, yeah, go get your tickets to go see him on Wednesday. Zach, thanks so much for coming in, too. Thanks for having it's me. Such yeah. A, yeah, it's a pleasure to see you. Congratulations. It's a pleasure to be back. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I mean, thanks. Back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. All right, there we go. Zach Toscani right here on Fun Employment Radio. Zach is just a genuinely nice person and a really, really funny comedian. Um, I highly suggest going to see him. Yeah, he like, is. He, he puts on a great show, and he yeah. is just, like, we meet a lot of people, not saying that everybody isn't nice, but Zach is genuinely right. just such a nice He's person. He's just a very nice person. And, and he deserves and also, our support. And, yeah, no joke, seriously funny. So uh, go check him out at Helium Comedy Club this Wednesday. Uh, pick up your tickets. It's a perfect night to go, to go see some comedy. Yeah, I know that uh, they're, the, yeah, they are getting closer to selling out. So, yeah, so, so pick, pick them if up. You, if this is interested, if, if you're interested in this, Wednesday, 8 p.m., heliumcomedy.com. But the other thing is the picture that we just took <laughs> while we were on break. So, you know, we always take pictures in our green room with Fun Employment Radio behind it. And, um, and uh, Nick from Helium always takes the pictures. And this one, for some reason, 
both Zach and my eyes are closed. Sarah's perfectly wide I open am eyes. Wide and open, bright eyed and bushy tails. It looks like we planned it this way. We did we did not it's plan it. It's just two idiots standing there with like, their eyes oh, closed. With their eyes closed. <laughs> and I almost had Nick take another picture. I'm like, no, actually, yeah. we need to use this picture. So I think Sarah's gonna put it up on our Instagram page and Fun Employment Radio's Facebook page, and we'll I don't know, would you want to have a caption contest or something? I think we should have a caption contest for it, because it okay. is hilarious. Because I'm just, like, oblivious, like, smiling my, you know, my, yeah. we're taking a picture smile. Okay, <laughs> let's have a caption contest, and um, we'll figure out, we'll figure out actually a really good prize for it. We'll come up with a good prize for that. Because also, you know, coming up this Sunday, we do have our Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup, which is happening, which if you're in Portland... Come on down. The Come more, down. the merrier. There's plenty of room for everybody. We're putting on a free live show, and that's going to start about 11.15, I think. So come down at 11 a.m., and... Uh Come down to Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. We'll be doing our live show. And then after that, the Brewers' Cup will commence. We've got prizes all day long. We've got some really, really cool stuff going on. And we would love your support that day. If you could show up, I mean, that's all come we require down. from you. It's free to come. If it's you, free. If your free. human body could just make it down there, that would be Come on the down awesome. to Landmark Saloon at 11 a.m. and uh, join us for that live and show. A, and a bunch of like brewers like go at it because they're going to be, it's oh. going to be hilarious. And we should talk about all the brewers. We'll, we'll list off all the brewers, but there's going to be 17 of them there, all serving. They'll all have a beer on tap. And on part, tap or in a tall boy. Or on tap or in a call, tall boy, yeah. yeah. So they're all, they'll all have a beer represented there. And the thing is, they're going to be competing for you because not only they have their cornhole competition, but there's also something called the People's Champ, and the People's Champ is based around your votes. So every time you get a beer, you'll get a ticket that you can drop in a box and vote for the brewer that you want to win the People's Champ. Now, these breweries want to win it because they're winning a tap handle at Landmark Saloon, a guaranteed one. And uh, last year, they're going to be trying some different tricks to get you to drink the beer, and I think the trick is generally going to be they're going to be buying you beer. They're going to be bribing you. They're going to bribe you for your votes. Take it easy on Saturday night and just come on Sunday and... Drink some fancy beer and watch people who might have also had a bunch of beer compete against each other. It's just going to be a fun time. It's going to be a fun time, and there's food out there and everything else. So anyway... Not to not to say it too much, but yeah, we would really love everybody to come down. So that's this Sunday, August twenty sixth, and that is at the Landmark Saloon, four eight four seven Southeast Division. Okay, what was I saying anyway? Beside that, oh yeah, the picture. We'll have the competition. Yes, the, the picture. 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 We need to that's see it because it is pretty hilarious. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited because I just got an email from our pal Andy, and Andy just asked me if I would be interested in painting. One of oh his... wait, we should explain. Sarah does her her, yes. her dog paintings. Her yes, dog I'm an portrait. animal portrait You're painter. An animal portrait painter. Yes, I used to just do dogs, but then I got a couple cats in there. Then um, recently, I had an emu, you did? which was very exciting. And I've been wanting to do something different. I mean, I love painting dogs and cats, um, but I did just get a request from someone. Um, maybe I shouldn't say. I don't know if it's a surprise. Anyway, well, from Andy. And he is asking me if I would be interested, which, by the way, yes, yes, I am, and I'm going to be writing you back immediately. If I'd be interested in painting his daughter's lizard. A lizard challenge! Finally, we get a lizard challenge! I get a lizard. I've been advocating for a lizard challenge forever for Sarah. Yes! The motherfucking lizard challenge. Oh, that's awesome. I get to paint a lizard. So, anyway, I need to write him back, but I am so excited Okay. I've never painted a lizard. Okay. This is this is a dream of it's mine. A big t- what kind of lizard are we talking about? It looks like a, like a bearded dragon kind of thing. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. 
Yes, yeah, so it's like a bearded dragon. It's All a right. pretty lizard. Okay, a lizard challenge is happening. Okay. I am actually getting to participate in the lizard challenge. All right, well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I will... I will keep you posted on how that's going. Excellent. Thank you, Sarah. I am very excited. (laughs) Mm -hmm. A real life lizard challenge. Uh, In the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash support. If you're a member of the Supporters Club, uh, Keelan says, I vote for Greg never getting to lay eyes on the finished project. (gasps) Yeah, he would be too happy about it. I want to see a lizard challenge. I want to see how it works out. Lizard challenge. I'm going to make that a thing. All right. No. I will slow down on my video games. No, I'll slow down on being angry. I can't make the dog upset. If my video game playing is making other entities upset because I'm upset, that's a problem. If you're disrupting other people's happiness yeah. or contentment, yeah. then that's a problem. I woke the dog up and upset it. Send us an email, fundamentalradio, gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Don't forget to pick up your tickets for the Rose City Comic Con. Yes. RoseCityComicCon.com. That is where you can pick up your tickets. They have so many amazing people that are going to be at uh, this year's event. So it's September 7th through the 9th. You can get your tickets right now. And they are sponsoring Fun Employment Radio for this, so we really appreciate that. Uh, RoseCityComicCon.com. And they've just announced different things that are going on. They have the Anime Bash. There's, gosh, I mean, tons of people that are going to be there. Val Kilmer who's, is who I would want to meet. <laughs> I don't know. I want to meet Val Kilmer. He's done some, he's, he's kind of a little <clears throat> bonkers. He's a little bonkers. Years. No, he said some weird shit. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I haven't really followed along. Well, I mean, not, I don't, look for yourself. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, David Tennant, also going to be there. Mm-hmm. And so many other people. You can check out the entire list at RoseCityComicCon.com. Plus, not just famous people, uh, normal people who are going to be superheroes for the day dressed up in the most amazing cosplay costumes. Oh, man, the costumes cosplay are so costumes. Good. They're so fun. So much fun. And check that all And you don't out. have to dress up. Like, I go and I don't dress up, and I just like looking at everybody. No, nobody's required to dress up. No, no. you're not required to. Um, but there are some really great costumes to see. So that's all. RoseCityComicCon.com. Pick up your tickets now. All right, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We do appreciate it. I started that almost sounded like a finishing like an airline. Like you were gonna like cry or something. Oh no! I was just like I was trying to hold back a burp. That's all I was trying to do. Well, I mean, if you You want me to be honest, I don't want you to be honest. Oh, I mean, never mind. I was stopping myself from crying. That's all it was.